0: Hey, what's up? You are listening to Metric. I'm Michael Schofield. And (laughs) uh, this one is, uh, what is the difference between UX and CX? Let's be clear that many folks have thrown in. This question has loads of answers, and this write-up is likely not going to make it to the top of the search engines. So what more is there to say? This. This. That it's not the answer that matters so much, as is the philosophy that shapes it. The answer and sure, let me be so bold as to say the right answer is this. The difference between user experience and customer experience is scope. The customer is a category of user defined by the transaction. Not all users are customers. But all customers are users. So how as metricians do we understand this question? If we start with the core practical principle that the user experience is a metric, and if we agree to agree that our metric is some fuzzy holistic math, good or bad, we work to push up and to the right, then what is the real function of using user as the adjective here? What we're describing is the experience of a given role. Our users are people who, well, they use our service. It's an exercise in seeing just how vague we can be, but most of the time, user works. When we're working to understand our place in a larger ecosystem of services, imagined as a journey from a bird's eye view where a person moves from one service to another service, to our service, to another even further on in pursuit of some greater motivation, that they use our service as all we can really say for certain. Hold on, let me like reemphasize that. That they use our service is all we can really say for certain. (laughs) It's only the performance of designing for that user experience that, flying closer, we perceive the path isn't solid, but an obstacle course with touch points haphazardly spaced. The journey is an act not just of traversing from one to the other, but the choice of how to traverse. These angles of approach, hopping, skipping, crawling, swinging, are variables in the fuzzy math that determine whether the ux is positive or poor so a variety of roles emerge on a closer inspection like looking at light through a prism a single user early in their engagement with our service begins let's say as a subscriber for which we must consider the subscriber experience they then pay to place an ad in some content after which they become an advertiser The advertiser experience includes a storefront and transaction during which they, too, become a customer. A poor customer experience has detrimental impact on the user's confidence in our service, part of which is defined by the quality of their experience as an advertiser. At no time, by the way, does this person stop being a subscriber. So what does it mean for the overall business when the customer experience is poor? The subscriber experience is all right. And the advertiser experience is good. This downside-up-rabbit-hole reality defines the UX problems inherent in news, where I presently spend the majority of my time. Ultimately, uh, ultimately it is the user experience, that higher-level, fuzzy, cumulative, that correlates with business success. But designing to keep that UX in the black is a strategic mess. But this is true for you, too wherever your niche. The awareness of this problem of scope is a mark of experience. It is easy to conflate these roles I describe with personas, but they are not the same. A role in this way is defined by a job to be done that is contained within the motivating job to be done that set the user on this journey in the first place. The work is to first understand why folks use your service, and then scope and to identify the jobs within jobs. It's how we design for those that ensure when users leave our realm for the next service of their journey that they don't stumble on their way. And that's it. (laughs) I didn't write this part, but yo, I hope that cleared something up. Um, It's some like perennial silly question that comes up over and over and over and over and over again, and I just had to throw in. Also, an aside, uh, some of you thinky service yeah, des- service design folk um, might write in that one who pays for a service is not always the user of the service. I get where you're going, but let me stop you right there. I think you're wrong, but I'm going to save that one for another writing. Liking this episode of Metric helps signal to the great algorithms in the sky that this uh, podcast is worth your time. Please take the time. And if you haven't already, please subscribe for free. Help produce this work for $5 a month, which I swear is the lowest Substack lets me go monthly or $30 per year. Um, You don't really get anything for it. But if you have the means and you have the inclination, um, it's something I really appreciate. Metric is... Uh, as you may know, a write-up to a daily, a a newsletter, monthly, I guess, uh, which includes audio versions of these write-ups as part of that. So if you just want to get this dumped into your inbox, uh, you can subscribe at metric.substack.com. Or of course, like if you're just like, I don't know, you're hearing this as a suggested podcast in Spotify, because you are the kind of person who listens to design podcasts all the time, then Perfect. Just hit that. Smash that subscribe button. (laughs) Anyway, remember that the user experience is a metric. I'll see you next time. Bye.